This year, I am focused on saving and investing, but I still want to do things like travel. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side-by-side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending, which means you could end up with a free flight or maybe a better hotel room. So what could future you do with smarter financial decisions? Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework. I'm Gretchen Rubin, and this is A Little Happier. I love to see people doing the right thing, and I love to see virtue rewarded. So I love this story. It's a law story, so I imagine that it will resonate more with people who are lawyers, but I hope everyone can appreciate it. This is a story I heard from Thiru Vignaraja. I've mentioned that recently I attended the Clerks at 100 event, a celebration of the 100th anniversary of the statute that created the Supreme Court clerkships, organized by the National Constitution Center. As part of that celebration, several panels were presented, and I was on a panel called Life After Clerking, made up of people talking about their careers post-clerkship. After I spoke about my career after clerking for Justice O'Connor, Thiru Vignaraja spoke. Now, I had never met Thiru before, but his story is fascinating. He's the son of immigrants from Sri Lanka and grew up in Baltimore. After Harvard Law School, where he was president of the Harvard Law Review, he clerked for Judge Calabresi on the Second Circuit and for Supreme Court Justice Breyer. He did a bunch of other things, like being a prosecutor and an assistant U.S. attorney, and now he's running for mayor of his hometown of Baltimore. During his presentation on the panel, he told a story about something that had happened during his clerkship with Judge Calabresi, something that had made a big impression on him. I was so moved by this story that I got choked up right up there in front of the audience. Right away, I said to him, tell me the story again. And the next day at the big dinner for the clerks, I looked for him everywhere and begged through, tell me again, tell me the story again. I loved this story so much. Then to my great joy, I realized I can listen to him tell the story as often as I want because it's posted on C-SPAN. And I will post a link in the show notes if you want to watch for yourself. But before I play this story for you, I want to give a bit of background for the non-lawyers. Theroux explained that he was a law clerk to Judge Guido Calabresi of the Second Circuit. If you don't happen to know the backstory of all the federal judges, I will explain that Guido Calabresi is a legend. He is an eminent legal scholar who's considered one of the founders of the field of law and economics. He's been on the Yale Law School faculty for 60 years, where he also served as dean, 
My husband Jamie and I were lucky enough to be students there when he was dean, and he was a famous dean. He was beloved. He was effective. He was the kind of person who was highly respected, yet would dress up as an elf during the holidays. In my mind, he's literally wearing tights and a jester cap, but I may have embellished that. He's also now a judge on the United States Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit, which is a very big deal, and that is where Theroux was clerking for him. And despite all these accolades, Guido insists that everyone calls him Guido, as you will hear in this story. Theroux also mentions that the litigant was pro se. Pro se is Latin for in one's own behalf, and it's the legal term for people who represent themselves instead of having a lawyer. Now, here's Theroux. From Judge Calabresi, I remembered a case early on where there's a lawyer from the Justice Department and they were before the court and it was an immigration case. The immigrant was pro se. The Justice Department lawyer plainly had the better of the argument. And the question that Judge Calabresi had asked, that Guido had asked was, uh, you know, counselor, we understand the Justice Department's position, but isn't there another way that this asylum seeker could have gotten asylum? Isn't there another parallel provision? And uh, the lawyer, she said, yes, Your Honor, in fact, I've advised uh, uh, my opponent that he could, in fact, apply if this doesn't prevail through that and perhaps obtain relief. And uh, the judge interrupted and said, can you sit down for just a moment? Can you ask the pro se litigant to come back up? He said, is it true that the Justice Department lawyer actually shared that with you? And he said, yes. He said, you know, you should continue with your appeal, but if I don't get this, there may be a parallel route. And then he called the lawyer back up there and he said, and it was a very, very early memory of mine with, with Guido, he said, it's nice to be reminded that you don't work for the Department of Deportation, you don't work for the Department of Convictions, you work for the Department of Justice. And he then wrote a letter of commendation to the Justice Department for what this person had done. And that moment stayed with me. What a beautiful story. The Justice Department lawyer was arguing about a particular provision of the law to uphold the law, and that's the right thing to do. But that lawyer also recognized that while the litigant deserved to lose this case, that litigant nevertheless might deserve asylum under a different provision. And the Justice Department didn't just want to win. The lawyer wanted justice to prevail. And the court saw that and acknowledged it. And the lawyer got a letter of commendation from Judge Guido Calabresi. It's beautiful to see people behave justly, and it's beautiful to see virtue recognized and praised. Virtue doesn't always get rewarded. It's thrilling when it happens. Again, if you want to see Theroux tell this story, I'll post a link to the video in the show notes. He starts his story at about minute 47. I'm Gretchen Rubin, and I hope this makes your week a little happier. I don't know about you, but I'm always looking for ways for my son to get involved and give back in our local community. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Student Visionaries of the Year, a campaign by Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, the largest nonprofit organization dedicated to creating a world without blood cancers. 
Student Visionaries of the Year is a seven-week philanthropic leadership development program for high school students. Participants form strong teams and fundraise in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This program is transformative. It not only helps students develop valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship, not to mention it looks great on college applications, but most importantly, is also a chance for them to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on blood cancer patients and their families. You can learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or even nominate a student at lls.org students. That's lls.org students.